0: What's up Whisper Nation? We are going to talk 2021 top fantasy running back right here on the Fantasy Whispers.
1: Right here.
0: That's right. It's never too early to start discussing the 2021 fantasy football season and we are getting started right away right here by talking who we think is going to be the number 1 fantasy football running back in the 2021 season and Johnny on the other mic over there,
1: Johnny Game Time Hicks, how you doing, brother? what's up man uh i am i'm doing well i'm excited to talk about these these running backs specifically a certain running back comes to mind i can't wait to talk about him uh but how are you doing man how, how, how are you feeling about this episode Good, man. We were just sitting there off
0: air kind of chatting about what we thought. Um Well, and I tweeted it out. You know, you can find me on Twitter at Big Travy TFW. You can find Johnny over on Twitter at Johnny underscore game time. And wh- I was tweeting out earlier and I just thought, you know, blank will be the number one fantasy running back in, in 2021. I wanted to see what people thought. And we'll get into some of the guys. Are you from you 20- weren't cussing there.
1: I thought you were like, no, 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 like, no. Oh, OK. All right.
0: No, not yet. <laughs> I haven't got that. Uh, I haven't got that you know, pissed, pissed off just yet. No. Um, so it, it's an interesting topic we got to talk about because it's likely that we're going to see somebody new, you know, Derek Henry in a lot of formats finishes the RB one. Um, he had a strong year, maybe Alvin Kamara, depending on your scoring finishes the RB on one, but we're likely to see a turnover at the position because Johnny, over the last 10 years, only one time have we had a repeat RB one and that was Todd Gurley he did it in 2017, 2018, but other than that, I mean, we we have turnover at the position. And so, you know, we wanted to start the show off by going through the top 10. You know, 2020's top 10, talking a little bit about these guys and positioning them as potential, you know, candidates to finish as the number one running back in 2021. But, uh, Johnny, I'll start with Derrick Henry. We talked a little bit about him just now. Derrick Henry was the number one fantasy running back in most formats. Only one game, or I, I mentioned only one time um, has somebody finished. Uh, as the as the RB1 in back-to-back years. And so that leads me to believe that it probably won't be Derrick Henry, but what a monster of a running back this guy has been. Um, and, and just, he continues to do it. Two years ago, he finished the season strong and he capitalized on that strong finish by co- rattling off 2,000 over 2,000 yards last year 17 touchdowns i mean johnny he didn't have a single receiving touchdown but it didn't matter because he scored 17 times he put it into the end zone last year uh was just a dominant uh running back in most formats was the only running back over 300 points in standard scoring Mm -hmm. um you like to see that out of derrick henry um i i imagine if there's anybody that could repeat it's a guy like derrick henry Uh, But he's got to get the pass catching up, right? Like, that's the big thing. He's not a huge pass catcher. He just lives off volume.
1: Here's the other unique thing about Derrick Henry that we're not even touching on, right? Derrick Henry finished as the RB1 last year, and he is not the unanimous number one drafted RB this year. At least he hasn't been in any of our mock drafts. And so – for me, I, I I do think it's going to be difficult for him to repeat as the RB one. We're going to talk about some guys, you know, later on this list that we do like more. We're even going to talk about, you know, a couple of of guys that were injured that didn't make this list, be, you know, because of their injury. And so, you know, you you've said the the best at, and I and we got a lot of trash from from people last year who said, hey. Uh, when this was this was my number one issue with cmc and i had just said statistically rb ones don't repeat and so i will go with the what the statistics are telling me because that's like that's how i like to play and so that's why i didn't go with cmc did i think he was going to get hurt no i didn't but um you know looking at derrick henry the big issue with derrick henry is we keep asking for more and more pass catching and he can do it i'm not saying he can't but He certainly is. That's not a big part of his game. And so we have to continue to rely on efficiency and on touchdowns. And he certainly can do that. You're right. But I just don't think it's going to happen again next year. I don't think Derrick Henry will repeat as the RB1 next year.
0: Huge, hugely safe floor, though, I would say, you know, Henry's going to be a nice guy. He's going to be a great first round pick. Is he going to be the number one guy? You got to have some pop to you. And I'm not saying he doesn't have pop, but the pass catching, the efficiency, something has got to give a little bit there. And I think Derrick Henry will have a tough time repeating. Johnny, the number two running back, and in some formats, PPR, uh, the number one running back was Alvin Kamara. And Johnny, this is a guy that, you know, similar to Derrick Henry, has all the tools in his repertoire to do it, but is going to have some change at the quarterback position, most likely.
1: And that's going to be the scariest uh, and biggest piece to this whole puzzle. I mean, they're even hinting at, you know, Drew Brees hasn't officially announced retirement yet, and they're wondering why not. Is he still thinking about possibly coming back for another year? And I'll tell you, if he is, if Drew Brees is the quarterback uh, for next year, I, you know, I understand Mr. Noodle Arm is getting out. You know, it's, it's, he's close to Mr. Noodle Arm 2.0, but. It doesn't matter because he could still get the ball to Alvin Kamara, and that's what you want in fantasy. Look, we all remember it, right? We all remember week 16. Christmas tree was in our living room. The presents were all wrapped and ready to be you know, opened on Christmas morning. But we all know what we all wanted deep down. We wanted that fantasy championship. And you know what? Alvin Kamara probably did that for you. He delivered 54.7 fantasy points on that game. Remember, it was the cleat game, right? He wore the special cleats. Um, It was the highest uh, of any fantasy player this season. Uh, And, you know, it, it won a lot of people championships. There were a lot of people who... Thought they won a championship, but then end up going against, you know, Tom Brady and and Mike Evans. So it didn't really work out for him, but he only had one game below double digit fantasy points all year. Despite, you know, uh, the change at the quarterback position, Uh, he failed to score a touchdown on only four games this year. And he had seven or more catches in seven games this year, Travis. So I think that Alvin Kamara is probably one of the safest floor running backs that we have. Uh, And and I have no argument for him going as the RB1, even in the uh, quarterback change, because he's such a big piece of that offense. But I'll be honest with you, Travis. I don't think Alvin Kamara is ultimately going to be next year's RB1.
0: Yeah, I just think there might be a little bit too more, too many more var- variables in in Alvin Kamara. We talked on the mock draft marathon uh, or on the mock draft Monday just this, uh, just yesterday with Austin about Kamara's efficiency and how we should stop doubting it. The only other thing I got to say is the variables there with Taysom Hill, who did not have great games or did not give Kamara great games uh, because he wasn't throwing to him as much. That scares me a little bit. Is he still a first rounder for me? Yes. Is he more towards the back of the first round? Probably, um, and we'll just see how that shake out shakes out. Though our number three from 2020 was Dalvin Cook, uh, eight 20-plus point games and half point PPR. Johnny, he had four games with two touchdowns or more. He was the RB two in PPR, RB three in standard, hundred or more all-purpose uh, yards in nine games. And then after 15 total games and two seasons to start his career, he's now had back-to-back years with 14 games. So everything lining up for Dalvin Cook. And actually, this was the most popular pick uh, when I did when I put this out on Twitter we got the most answers and in our DMs and Instagram if you're not following us on those platforms please do search the Fantasy Whispers over there but that was our most popular answer Johnny was Dalvin Cook they think that everything lines up Whisper Nation does uh, for Dalvin Cook you know Jacob Blay some other guys that were in there for Dalvin Cook to be the guy so Johnny I gotta ask you do you think Dalvin Cook because I think I, I would throw my ring in there but he's not my number one guy on this list that we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's ultimately going to be Dalvin Cook. Uh, I I think that that offense or that team could see a a little bit of a rebuilding on offense. We've already seen and and heard that, you know, Kirk Cousins could be on the move there uh, or out of there, I should say. So then you got to think, okay, well, where are they going to go? Are they going to go into the draft? Are they going to try to get Sam Darnold or maybe and then there are rumors, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is part of that exchange. And then it's. Are you a believer in Jimmy G? I do think that he could, you know, he could definitely turn around and hand off the ball uh, to Dalvin Cook, but then how explosive is this offense? Um, Ultimately, I do think that Dalvin Cook will finish as a top five running back. Um, I know that a lot of people, uh, you know, they get attached to players on their breakout year. The one thing I will say is we kind of did expect Dalvin Cook to have a monster year this year because of the contract stuff. Right. He was trying to prove himself. He was trying to get a lot of money. And so, um, you know, we always ask whether or not that's a true factor uh, for these players, but I, you know, We also this was his first year or first season where he played uh, almost all of the snaps. So we got to see his true potential. Could this be really what Dalvin Cook is? Sure. Uh, But once again, I think I would expect Minnesota to regress just a little bit as a team. And so I don't think he'll be an RB one. Ultimately, overall, I think he'll be a top five, though.
0: Yeah, I, I really like Dalvin Cook. I've got him in Dynasty. Um, I, I think he's a fantastic pick. He's kind of a chalk pick too for RB one based on what he was able to do last year and all that. But um this number four guy who finished number four in the RB 2020 or in the RB standings in 2020 is actually my pick for 2021 RB one. And that's Jonathan Taylor. I'm going all in on JT. Love me some Jonathan Taylor. Now let's just talk a little bit about his 2020 season, right? It was kind of a tale of two seasons, 55% snap share or fewer in all but two of his first 10 games. So not getting the rock a lot, mixing in Naheem Hines was, was a popular thing for the Colts. But then he finishes the RB4 in standard and the RB6 in PPR, you know, This was a roller coaster of a season, Johnny. Week 10 was one of his worst games. He was at Tennessee, only had nine touches for 37 yards. Then he went to Green Bay in week 11, got 26 touches. So you're feeling good. Then he gets COVID, misses week 12. Then he comes back versus Tennessee, and not, not really a great um, game there. Goes nuclear over the last five weeks, Johnny. Averages 21 touches, 144 all-purpose yards, scored eight touchdowns in that stretch. After returning from that COVID stint, no other running back scored more points than Jonathan Taylor in weeks 13 through 17. His average was 26 PPR fantasy points over that span. I am just ecstatic about the uh, prospect of carson wentz coming over here because yes is carson wentz probably a world beater again as the mvp level again no probably not but could he be just as good if not better than philip rivers was last year i believe so and i believe that means good things for jonathan taylor Carson Wentz has spent a lot of time throwing to his backs under under Frank Reich before, but then also under Doug Peterson. So for me, I'm really excited about Carson Wentz and what that's going to do for Jonathan Taylor. This line is great. The defense is great. Everything is there, lining up talent with opportunity. So for me, Jonathan Taylor is my best bet.
1: All right. It's not a bad bet. I mean, we did a mock draft just the other day and uh, he went, you know, top three and we had a really nice debate as to whether or not he should be in that that top, you know, five draft picks for this upcoming year. And, you know, I, I don't mind it because the talent is definitely there there, uh, as well as, you know, where else the talent is, Travis, that is on YouTube or uh, right here on Facebook with us, the Fantasy Whispers Periscope, on Periscope, whatever, whatever
0: platform you're following us on.
1: Exactly. So if you guys could do us a huge favor, uh, if you guys could hit us with the thumbs up, hit us up with a subscribe. If you are new to our channel, we put out content daily on Fancy football. And we just love interacting with the community. So we love going live. If you have comments, please drop them in there. We'd love to throw them on the screen as well. Um, but yeah, Travis. That's all I have.
0: Well, that brings us to number five, Johnny, and that's Aaron Jones. Um, Johnny, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about Aaron Jones, although I know that we just recently did a video on Aaron Jones.
1: Yeah, and I'm just going to take that opportunity to plug the YouTube and say if you want to hear exactly what we think about Aaron Jones specifically, because we did just release a video on Aaron Jones – Head on over to our, our YouTube channel, the uh, Fancy Whispers, and uh, we we posted this. We talked about where we thought his best landing spot would be, which I'll give a little hint: Buffalo, uh, or we, yeah, ultimately San that's Fran. not. Yeah, ultimately San that's Fran, not.
0: Maybe. We talked about Atlanta. There's some other ones in there, Johnny. Yeah. I think that is the big point here, right? With the If we think that Aaron Jones is going to be the number one running back, we better know which team he's on first. Yeah. And so until we know that, we don't really know if we can project him as, as a guy to get that RB1 spot. But, Johnny, mm-hmm. a guy we're excited about, likely going to stay with his team and finish the year extremely hot. David Montgomery finished his RB6 in most scoring formats.
1: Yeah, so uh, I am really excited about to talk about David Montgomery here for a second because – Uh, I I want it to be known uh, whisper nation that uh, big Travy and I, we were doing our show notes and he had the audacity to actually try to say that he wanted to talk about Dave Montgomery as his guy. When, if you've been following along, which I know you have, you guys have known that David Montgomery, I was a David Montgomery truther from last year. Uh, I thought he was going to be really good. And he ended up really carrying a lot of teams, to the championship and possibly winning the championship for you because, okay, I understand before the, before uh, the buy, Montgomery had six of his 10 games clock at 3.5 yards per carrier, fewer. He had zero games over a hundred rushing yards and he had scored two, only two touchdowns. I get it. It didn't look great. It, It looked pretty nasty, but as we know, In fantasy football, Big Travy. we know it is not just a game-by-game basis as telling a whole story. You got to wait out some of the ebbs and flows because it is ultimately a long season. And I'll tell you what, after the bye, which did a little bit, Quint, sorry, the real nastiness
0: is the way you're trying to come at me about David Montgomery here. That's the real nastiness. No. Re- realistically, I'm the one who put you on to David Montgomery here. Oh, <laughs> and once there again, we go. you're trying to take credit for it. I just I can't believe it.
1: Hey, Well, here, I, there's a little bit to say as to why David Montgomery popped off so much. And that would be, you know, we saw a big injury to Tariq Cohen, who was the third down running back. But it gave the opportunity to David Montgomery. And this is an opportunity that the Bears, frankly, were, they thought David Montgomery could be this type of running back when they drafted him. And so you look at what he did after the bye when he got the bulk of the workload. He, aided, he had str- six straight uh, games where with plus matchups uh, where he went straight nuts. Six games of 20 or more uh, half-point fantasy points uh to close out the year he had eight touchdowns in o- over the final six games and he averaged 137 all-purpose yards big travi per game over that span ended the year as the rb6 and standard and the rb4 and ppr i will say this i do like david montgomery uh i thought that what we saw last year was more of an indication of what type of running back he'll be I don't ultimately think he'll be a top five running back next year uh, because I do think that there are certain factors that might uh, I, you know, not be present. Now, if they do end up trading Tariq Cohen for uh, another piece, then – that potential could definitely be open again, but I do feel like he did have some really nice matchups down the down the the path, you know, down the, the stretcher. He became a
0: good pass catcher. There were games where that, you know, in the in those you talked about the split, right? First mm-hmm. half of the year was kind of bad for him. But Cohen got injured early on. And actually what ended up giving uh, Montgomery the float during the first half of the year was his receiving work. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't really start turning it on the rushing work till halfway through the year. So for me, I actually think that Cohen might be a little bit less of a hindrance than we thought initially, you know. And I think that Montgomery's kind of established himself as a way to be the focal point of this offense, no matter which way they kind of go. He mm-hmm. kind of flashed the brilliance that he showed coming out of college that we were excited about in his rookie season. Some guy that came out of nowhere, Johnny, James Robinson, man. I we're wish talking I was in nowhere. James Robinson, I should have taken a little bit more seriously. You know, a friend of the show, uh, former contributor to TFW and in our league of record, Matthew Potvin uh, famously picked up James Robinson in our league of record and gave me a bunch of crap for it. And he kept saying, uh, calling him the perennial league winner. Well, he didn't quite win leagues, but I mean, he got you close. He was a top 10 RB, uh, number seven in PPR and standard. You look at the way this hall shaked out, Johnny. It was a weird 2020. He was undrafted. You saw the Fournette trade happen. Divine Azigbo got injured. Ryquel Armstead had COVID. And then all of a sudden, you know, you saw Chris Thompson getting added to the roster. This looked ugly. You didn't want any part of this Jacksonville Jaguars backfield. But if you just read those couple blurbs and and you saw James Robinson was the reason we were okay getting rid of Fournette. James Robinson, James Robinson, it was like whispers coming around here. And James Robinson burst onto the scene. I mentioned RB seven. He even missed his final two games and he had one game only under 10 and a half PPR fantasy points. I'm sorry. Half point PPR fantasy points all year. His average per game was 14.4. This guy was a juggernaut, just got the ball consistently for the Jaguars. And I'm excited to see what happens with him next year.
1: Yeah, I definitely was a little bit of a doubter in the beginning, but uh, he certainly proved me wrong for sure. I'm I'm a believer now. And uh, you talk about what they could do in the draft, uh, and 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 getting a, a really good quarterback, a a see a, a franchise changing quarterback, and and so sign me up for James Robinson, who you know has been going in the second round in a lot of our drafts, and I do think that he will remain a top twelve running back in 2021. Not the number one though. Well, and Jacob Blay, who's stopping in here, I want to give him a huge shout-out. He
0: mentioned on Twitter Dalvin Cook. He says it right here again in the YouTube chat. Give me Cook. He wants Dalvin Cook as his bet. We talked about Cook at the top of the show. Um, He's definitely a a popular pick, and I would not be surprised in the least bit if he was RB1 by the end of next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Josh Jacobs is our next guy, and I don't want to touch too much on Josh Jacobs. I, I think Josh Jacobs is a fine RB you know, 10 to 15 range. I think that's well within his range of outcomes. I just don't see a scenario without the, the pass catching in his repertoire and without a proven track record of that, that Jacobs is going to be in as the number one RB. So I'm going to skim over him and Johnny, give you the mic here for Nick Chubb, because this is another guy, probably one of my favorite answers that we got today, you know, shout out to snap fantasy football podcast, shout out to you. Uh, Nick Chubb is your pick. um, And he finished as nine, uh, RB nine in 2020. So go ahead and talk us to uh, talk to us a little bit about Nick Chubb.
1: I am so incredibly excited for Nick Chubb as uh, an art I I'm just going to say it now. I can't even, I was going to wait, Travis. I was going to wait. I was going to build the case and then I was going to come in, with the, with the, you know, I was going to give a bunch of jabs and then come in with the right hook and tell you the final thing. And that was that Nick Chubb will be the RB one, in 2021, but I just can't, I got, I can't wait until the end. I want to tell you now. So that way you can understand my thought process as I, as I break down all of these things and you can just really get a sense of how good of a running back Nick Chubb truly is. Okay. Because that's where it ultimately comes from. I mean, we're talking about football February 23rd, right? So a lot of this is, Forecasting what could possibly happen in the offseason, things like that. But what I can, what I don't need to forecast to you is just how good Nick Chubb is. Since 2018, Big Travi, there is only two players in the NFL with 3,500 rushing yards and 25 rushing touchdowns. We talked about one of them earlier. And guess what? He was the RB1 last year, and that was Derrick Henry. The other player, Nick Chubb. All right. Nick Chubb pass blocking since, uh, 2019 he's had 102 snaps which is a little bit low why because they use Kareem Hunt uh, as that third down so he's not quite in there for a lot of pass catching but if you look at what he does when he is in there Travis 102 snaps he only has given up four quarterback pressures and zero sacks allowed so he is a very good pass blocker they just happen to have a really really talented running back behind him that he that can also pass block so they use them both to keep them fresh last case i'll or last thing i'll say about nick chubb he, he has the most 100 plus rushing yards per game since 2019 uh derrick henry uh, is number one uh, and he has 16 of those games nick chubb is number two with 13 and he's tied with dalvin cook at number three uh, who also has 13 my big point here is, Travis, I'm bringing up guys who we've talked about on this podcast earlier in this show as being ranked way higher, and yet we have Nick Chubb ranked uh, in, in, in general when we do mock drafts. Uh, he is He's in the second half of the draft of the first round, and I think it's a travesty. And if you're looking at a running back that truly has all the assets and the skills to be an RB1, it is Nick Chubb. It's just the opportunity, and uh, it's the guy behind him and Kareem Hunt, and and we'll talk about next because he finished as the RB ten, which is wild that two running backs finished in the top ten on the same team. But Travis, that's the only concern that, or that's the only thing that you can bring up that would uh, put a dent into Nick Chubb's, uh, you know, on whether or not he can be an RB one. But to me, if he gets all all uh, all of the 16 games and doesn't get injured last year i truly believe he pushes for that uh, rb1 spot even though he's splitting because they they keep him so fresh he averages over 5 yards per carry
0: Yeah, a little perspective here, right? Uh, Alvin Kamara only had 187 rushing attempts, and I know he makes his heyday in the receiving end, but he was the RB2, right? And and Mm -hmm. so for reference, Nick Chubb got 190 attempts last year, so more attempts in four fewer games than Alvin Kamara. So I think just to to note that the Browns want to be a run-first team, no matter if they have Chubb, hunt both of them what's going on they are going to run a run first and chubb is going to continue to dominate as a rusher he's been one of the best prospects we've seen to come out one of the best pure rushers we've seen in the last few years and he continues to do it behind a really tremendous offensive line everything's there for nick chubb to do it Um, i would say that kareem hunt maybe needs to take a step away either via injury or trade or something for it to really be a sure thing or is it closer to a sure thing, but it can definitely still happen. It just mm-hmm. needs to be more of an anomaly. I would, I would say on the limited usage that brings us to number 10 in the 2020 season. That was Kareem hunt. Not much to say here because I think, Something, conversely, would have to happen to Chubb for him to get there. But an interesting note here is Chubb was down for a few games last year, those four games, and Kareem Hunt did not really show up as an RB1 during that span, so not exactly uh, a guy that we think can hit that RB1 status. Before we go, and obviously if you're new to the channel, hit subscribe. No matter what platform you're watching us on, make sure you like and, and comment who your RB1 pick is for 2021. Um, But we wanted to talk about some guys that are not on the top 10 from 2020, either via injury or via um, just kind of, lack of production because they were a rookie coming in. Um, so we have some honorable mentions, some dark horses. John, I'm just going to run through these and if any of these names stick out to you, just make maybe make a couple comments on them. CMC obviously is somebody that will be drafted yeah. in the top five that we think could be the guy. Saquon Barkley similarly will be drafted in the RB1 or in the first round. Probably could be a guy. Um, DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders, Antonio Gibson, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, and then Ezekiel. Elliott I wanted to throw up here because he's another guy that we could be talking about uh, to make a bounce back and run at that RB1 position and I've also got Chris Carson Miles Sanders and CH some other guys that are within the mix that we
1: could talk about Johnny what were your thoughts on some of these guys in this list I mean definitely I do expect C, uh, CMC and Saquon to be in the top 10 uh, conversation Zeke I, you know I'm Yes, there's intrigue there. There are some good arguments to to say that he should be um, back in the top five overall. But then there are some arguments that could say the opposite. So, I, I for me, I still uh, I want to do a little bit more research before I I say that Zeke could go back to being the number one overall uh, running back in 2021. Uh, I do want to. Give a shout out once more to our number one fan, Jacob Blay. He DM'd us and he had said that uh, Cam Akers was his dark horse to be the RB1 uh, overall in 2021. And I do think that is a very interesting pick because if you look at what uh, L.A. Rams did at the end of last year, they really trusted him and they really leaned on Cam Akers to be that that. Bell cow running back. And now you're going to get him a quarterback who not only one, we've seen likes to dump off to their running back, but two, uh, will move that offense a lot more efficient than Jared Goff will. And so I think Cam Akers definitely will have the opportunity and uh the the chance to make a run at maybe the top five and potentially if he gets lucky in and, and some situations could be that number one overall uh, running back. Let's remember that Todd Gurley was from the same offense a few years ago and finished as the number one overall running back. It's the system, people, not necessarily the players all the time That that – that do this, and get yeah, this and it's done. like
0: when you can marry the system with a talented running back, which we saw Cam Akers be at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. That is something to take note of. Just incredible coming in late here, saying I think Chubb would have been the number one RB if it wasn't for the injury. Yeah, yeah, I think that lines up really well with what Johnny's take is, and that he believes Nick Chubb is one of the best bets, if not the best bet, to be the RB one in 2021. As always. Whisper Nation, if you want to get in on the conversation, make sure you comment below and let us know on any platform you're watching this on. We appreciate your support. Make sure you subscribe to the channel on YouTube if you're not already and that you follow us on any platform that you would like to do. Johnny, any last final thoughts here, man, or should we send Whisper Nation on the road here?
1: Let's send Whisper Nation on the road on a good Taco Tuesday.
0: Yes. Grub on some tacos tonight. I will not be having tacos. I'm dieting a little bit, trying to get down to Slim Travi. So tacos are out, out the, the window for me tonight. But please, Whisper Nation, live vicariously or let me live vicariously through you and have some tacos tonight for Big Travi. I actually watched this video. It's kind of sick that I would watch these videos. But I, this guy made a giant taco out of a pepperoni pizza as the shell. Wow. So, well, yeah. Um, a taco pizza. Yeah, and I was salvating. I'm salvating now, thinking about it. Um, but yes, Whisper Nation for Johnny Game Time Hicks. I'm Big Travy. We are the Fantasy Whispers. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace, peace.
1: Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Whispers podcast. You can hear more from John and Travis on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TF Whispers.